Good evening to you. It is Friday, November 10th at 9.30. Just a little bit ago, your Purdue Boilermakers improved to 2-0 and uh, in just five days. Uh, improved to 2-0 and by beating Moorhead State, handling their business, um, I don't want to say easily. I think Moorhead State was pretty scrappy. But Purdue did what they were supposed to do. Uh, Painter, again, had the chance to mess around with the lineups a little bit. And... Um, um, and Purdue kind of cruise to victory uh, as they get ready for uh, a big game versus Xavier. And as we get ready for Purdue to play Minnesota tomorrow afternoon at 3.30. Hope you're well. Uh, before I jump into it too much, let me thank our friends at AJ's. I'm wearing their sweatshirt. I like them so much. Not only do I eat their food, but I also wear their, their gear when, when they are kind enough to hand it out. So uh, when you're on campus next time, head over to AJ's on Vine. Uh, if you um, if you want to get your food faster, if you want to get your your drinks faster, go to eatajs.com, order it ahead. You can have it there waiting at your table. Or you can have, order it to your, your apartment, hotel, whatever, when you're in town, when you're in God's country. Uh, also, also uh, if you're in need of a, t- of a sweatshirt, t-shirt, some Purdue gear, Go to homefieldapparel.com and pick out your favorite thing. They got tons of good stuff to look at. They got uh, tons of things that aren't Purdue related. I don't know why you'd ever wear anything that's not Purdue related. But if you find something that you like that's not Purdue related, put it in your basket. Enter boiled23 at checkout. Uh, get 15% off on your first uh, purchase there on the website. So um, let's see. Yeah. Um, I'll talk a little bit about that. Thank to, thanks to those who are tuning in live. Uh, not a ton of you, I understand. It's Friday night. Uh, but I got to tell you, I always like a comfortable victory. Um, there are a couple interesting uh, subplots for me. One of the big ones was uh, Painter took out nearly the entire starting lineup for different times in the game for minutes at a time. Didn't work out great in the first half. Uh, Purdue's lead shrunk down. They started off the game similarly as they uh, uh, did versus Samford um, with a big lead, and then that shrunk down. But um, at one point, I think it got down to nine points at about, what, 10, 12 minutes left in the first half. And then uh, Painter brought in the the starters and kind of, Brought a hammer. But one of my favorite junctures of the game, there's a couple things I like. Number one, Lance Jones did it again where he provided a spark, and he did it in two different ways. I think he had um, a defensive stop and a very, very long three, um, and he was turning up the pace on the offense. Again, I think that is a big deal. The The pushing of the ball when he's in the game, they're playing with a different pace, which is interesting because I think Smith is quicker, but I think he pushes the ball more than Smith when uh, when uh, they get the ball in a long rebound. Uh, he's looking for blood. And so uh, Lance Jones quickly becoming a Purdue fan favorite, but hit the three that he hit at that point was very deep. I think he was around 500, or pardon me, 50%, 50% from three, shot around 500, uh, 50% from three. I'll, I'll double check on that when I look at the stats here a second. And the other player, uh, of course, Zach Eady was great, I think, in 20-something minutes. Uh, Big Zach had like 18 and 8. I'm going to talk about that. I'm going to fact-check myself here in a second. But Miles um, <clears throat> Colvin, uh, he had about a three, four-minute stretch where he had uh, a big three, 
a steal, a couple rebounds, and a two. <clears throat> Maybe I'm missing a bucket. But he was a very, very good spark plug off the bench tonight. And that type of stuff, that complimentary stuff is a big deal. Uh, Cam and Heidi, uh, when I was watching, I think I missed the first few minutes. Um, if you were unlucky like me and uh, had to try to find it on uh on a feed, I'm not gonna say I. I'm not gonna say I paid Big Ten Network money because I did not pay them any additional m monies for the Big Ten minus service. I will say those two students that were doing the game, they were entertaining. And a lot of times, like on that Big Ten minus, you get some guys that you're like, not so great. Tonight, you got a broadcast team that seemed to be having a good time. They 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 were homers. They 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 enjoyed uh, their Boilermakers. But the cool thing was you had a uh, a British. Purdue student doing the color on the game, which was, I, I thought there was something wrong. <laughs> Honestly, it just took my brain a second to calibrate because you hardly ever hear basketball games with a British voiceover. So that was interesting. I think his first name was JJ. Um, I can't remember his last name, but that was, uh, it was fun. Uh, and I liked that broadcast team a lot. Um, so if you got to watch it, great. If you didn't, I'll tell you about a little bit more about what I saw here in a second. But those were my big takeaways before I get into anything else. There were also stretches where I was really puzzled at how badly the defense played. There were some defensive breakdowns that were kind of frustrating, kept uh, Moorhead really into it. They, they were really in the game a little bit more than I would have liked because they got just open looks. Purdue kind of calmed that down. Painter made some adjustments. I think there's so much happening right now with the advent of uh, Trey Kaufman Wren being in these lineups and also Jones, of course. But you're seeing a lot of moving parts. Heidi played quite a bit, um, and uh, Colvin as well played played significant minutes. But there's a lot of guys in there that are, are um, new in their roles, and it shows on defense specifically. They, they show a lot of breakdowns. Will Berg finished the game strong, just like he has, uh, just like he did the last official game, but also in the exhibitions. Um, specifically, oh, which one was that? In the in the last exhibition, last tune-up before the regular season, I can't remember who they played, but he kind of cleaned up the mess at the end of the game. I think he had 11 points down the stretch there in the game where Samford, he had a couple points and um, kind of feasted a bit. And this game, again, he had, I think, two or three buckets. Um, I don't want to call it garbage time because it's important. And a lot of these guys that are playing in that, uh, they're getting important minutes, getting better, and... Wilberg is one of those guys. Also, Brian Waddell had a little bit. I know there's a huge Brian Waddell contingent among Purdue faithful. He had a, uh, a bank two uh, and one from about 15, 16 feet as the, as the game was closing down. Another fun, important way to close it out. But let's look at the stats real quick together. Um, yeah, so um, happy Friday night to you. Hope you're well. Um, Purdue wins 87-57. They improved to two and zero. Oh. Like I said, uh, Edie had 18 points, and then he was a, he was a stat stuffer. He had 18 points, eight rebounds, three assists, three blocks, only two turnovers. Uh, he brought the ball low a couple times. I think one of those turnovers was a direct result of him bringing down low. But he did it in only 24 minutes. Again, this is one of the best things. Not a lot of mileage is getting put on um, many of the starters. Jones played 26 minutes. Lawyer played 27 minutes. Smith played, played 29. Kaufman Wren played 19. Um, uh, Heidi played 18, pretty high number. And Gillis played 17 minutes. And Gillis, again, if you want to, it's an incredible, his stat line, let's see, he plays 17 minutes. He had eight points, five boards, and they were the quietest eight points. I swear, like, um, 
he just does his thing and he, he's just very workmanlike. He doesn't seem, there were periods of time where I'm like, Get, let him take a damn shot. He just wasn't, um, he wasn't shooting. He was two for two for three. Um, one of his threes was big because um, it kind of stopped one of those mini runs that uh, Moorhead State had put on Purdue a couple times. Um, let's see, what else? What else noteworthy here? Caleb first, limited minutes, 11 minutes, uh, 11, 11 minutes, five points. Um, but uh, Smith, it's funny. I, when I was watching the game, I was like, dang, man, he's shooting too much. Um, and he was one for four from three. But um, he had a stretch where I think he missed two or three threes in a row. And the possessions were super fast. I don't mind him shooting threes, especially if they're in rhythm and he's feeling it. But I don't like those when it's um, not allowing the offense to work. And Purdue had a couple really, really quick possessions because of that quick trigger. And I think he's going to try to figure out when it's time to go and when it's time to pull back and not shoot. Remember last year, Painter always said he was guilty of not shooting enough, not being selfish enough. And so this year, I think we're seeing a little bit different version of Braden Smith, which is a good thing. Uh, Fletch Lawyer, very, very quiet game. Just two points, uh, three boards. But um, let's see, he was over two for three. But I'm telling you, not a lot of guys, not a lot of guys were shooting. One of my favorite stats of this game was Purdue shot 79% from free throw line. That's huge. It's great. Edie was eight, eight for nine, always big. Um, and uh, a team, the last, the last game of Samford, I think they shot 55, 56% from three. This time they came down from earth, down to earth, 34%, 35%. Um, uh, and a lot of those shots weren't even close. I'll be, if I'm being real honest. So, the, my hot take is that this Purdue team just isn't a very good shooting team. Um, the funny thing is, uh, Jones, I think his his three point percentage last year at Southern Illinois, I think of Southern Illinois, um, I think he was well below forty percent. But the funny thing is, this year he's kind of the guy that makes the big shot when they need it, which is awesome. And um, uh, I I can't talk enough about how much how important I think he is for this team I'm not gonna waste too much time talking about this you want to uh, see if there's any comments questions uh, in the in the live chat here in a second after I switch screens but tomorrow I might not have a post game to you too quickly I'll be on campus hopefully I'll see you there if you're if you're going for the Minnesota game it's gonna be a little chilly Looks like it's gonna be uh, in the 40s in the mid 40s I think during the game Hopefully we'll have reason to stay warm and cheer and the, as the offense maybe finds a little bit of a, a rhythm. But Minnesota has a way of keeping Purdue offenses, offenses out of rhythm. Uh, another thought, I don't know if you uh, have had a chance this evening, if you're home. Um, there was some great college basketball. I was enjoying uh, YouTube's multi-view, the quad view. I mean, I think Maryland lost to Davidson. Virginia beat Florida. Georgia beat somebody, and Duke lost to Arizona. And every game ended within two minutes of, of each other, and all of them were one-possession games. And it was so fun to watch that on uh, right after the Purdue game ended. I uh, switched over there, and always good to see Duke lose, especially at home. So uh, that's a little fun. But I think uh, this next week, this next two weeks, of course, we're going to see what Purdue's made of. Uh, but I would – Strongly suggest all Purdue fans just kind of enjoy the ride for what it is because it's a long season. I would love to tell you that I have been disciplined enough to to not be um, 
not get too high, too low over little things. But I can tell you, I was yelling at the screen tonight when Smith missed a couple of those threes in a row and the, the offensive possessions were short and defensive breakdowns bother me. But I just want to see the team get better, and I think they're going to have a chance to prove uh, what they actually are. Again, they did it last year. Um, but um, hopefully I'll be able to, and you'll be able to as a fan, kind of just enjoy the, enjoy the ride like Anisha was talking about, talking about during the handsome hour and um, take it for what it's worth, but it is a journey, and we got to enjoy this process. Uh, we got spoiled last year with just a hell of a rocket ship ride, especially in November, December. Um, I, I, I've already predicted I think Purdue's going to lose at least one game in the coming two weeks. Um, which breaks their like two and a half year streak of pre-con not losing, which is pretty incredible, uh, especially for the competition they played. But I take it for what it's worth. Uh, uh, John Smith says, bruh. Uh, and I think he's talking about uh, Zach Young. First comment says, Smith isn't a top 25 player in the Big Ten. I can't remember where I read that, um, Zach, but it's incredible um, that uh, – Smith isn't regarded as that to me. And I think that's, I hope that's sarcasm. I can't tell sarcasm. Uh, I mean, I know you got smiley faces there, but um, Jeff says, has Waddell fallen out of favor? I don't know. I don't know. I don't see it that way. I think it's more of an issue where I think there's going to be an eight to 10 man rotation. I think he's trying to, Painter is trying to figure out who works well with who else, but he's really trying to get, Colvin and Heidi some minutes right now to see how they do and see if they can get their legs under them and um, see if they can be uh, meaningful parts of that rotation. I think Waddell, if you want to say, want to be real honest, he's in that next group. He's probably what 11th, 12th, uh, right there, 10th through 12th, if you want to be um, in the rotation, which he'll play and he'll do things when he's needed, but he's when given an opportunity, he's 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 looks like he struggles a bit on defense to me still. So I love Waddell. I hope he uh, I hope he's a significant player this year. I hope he's important in the rotation. But I don't know if he's earned a doghouse or anything like that. It just kind of is what it is. Uh, Boiler Bro eighty two says I didn't watch for obvious reasons or listen, but my dad said Morton didn't play any specific reason. Yes, he was ill. Um, good, good. Yeah, Morton did not play. I don't think he was even on the bench. I think he was ill. Um, and, uh, not much more to say other than that. I don't think there's anything to be concerned about, but, um, uh, just couldn't play. Uh, Scott just, just X says, uh, would have liked to see Smith get a triple double, uh, but great game and show. What did I, did I misread something here? Let me see. Yeah. Smith had, so 11 points and I, and I breezed over this good point, 11 points, 11 assists and 11 rebounds. And I focused on the wrong place. Like I do. Usually I focused on that three point shooting because it bothered me, but just like Edie. So he had 11 points, 11 assists, 11 or eight rebounds, three steals. Uh, it's a great game. It's a great game, but I focused on the three point shooting because I'm a jerk like that. Um, so yeah. Yeah. Um, he was close. Um, needed a couple more boards, but um, yeah, I uh, I think you're gonna see. I think you're gonna. We saw it already last year, didn't we? We saw Smith do some pretty special team, special things on different nights, right? He, uh, I can't remember his career high, but uh, he had games where he absolutely took over. Ohio State game, he had huge threes, and I think he had what high teens or low 20s if i'm remembering correctly but yeah uh dude can go off um uh, lindley lynch says morton was sick yep 
uh, yeah, so so no Ethan. Um, but uh, yeah, it's uh, it's a solid victory. Um, let's not forget Moorhead State won their conference last year, won their conference championship. Painter has made it a point that he really he not only wants to have teams on the schedule that are um, not everybody has to be from a major conference, but when he plays a team like Samford, I think was their conference championship. More uh, Moorhead State was Ohio Valley, Ohio Valley conference champ. So these are these are good teams. These are good teams, and a um, couple guys on Moorhead State uh, had no time, uh, no problem trying to test Zach Eady, um, really go right at him. It got them in foul trouble. I think the the refs were. Um, I think they didn't call the game correctly. It's it's like this was like a throwback to two seasons ago where Zach just wouldn't get calls. Where at times ten minute ten minute span, guys are just hanging on him. They're not blowing their whistle. Uh, moving picks, uh, a couple moving picks uh, freed up Moorhead State, so it felt just like a Big Ten game in that way, where the officials were watching a different game than I was. But oh well, Purdue wins by thirty. <laughs> so, uh, so hope you uh, hope you get to go to the game tomorrow. Uh, like I said, it's going to be chilly. There are tickets available though. So, Purdue versus Minnesota, three thirty kickoff tomorrow uh, in basketball. They play Xavier. Uh, I don't have the date in front of me, but it's coming right up. And um, that's going to be a good test. Xavier's, uh, Xavier's solid, and uh, Sean Miller's back there. And if you love to hate a team, if you love to dislike a coach, there's one for me, Sean Miller. So God bless you. Hammer down. We'll talk to you soon. Boilers are 2-0. We'll see you.